What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Comedic. But first off, you know how we do the Dirty 30. <laughs> it's the Dirty 30. My bad. My apologies. This is the Dirty 30. 30. Dirty. 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 Ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, good? what's good, son? Man, shit, man. You already know. Maintaining. Doing what I can, yo. Ah, uh, yeah. I need to know one thing off of Rip. What's up? And this goes to all the listeners as well. Have y'all seen The Man Who Fell to Earth? I seen the the, the previews and the trailer, but I didn't actually Dog. see the whole joke. That shit is real, son. What? It's so fucking real. It's, it's subliminal. It's metaphorical. It's psychological it's so, scientific it's fill them in yo fill them in what is it about yo, i can't son okay so basically it's about okay oh this shit is so crazy basically it's about a black alien mm-hmm. who travels from a distant planet to our planet because both worlds are simultaneously kind of fall into the destruction only earth is just behind their planet Wait, so wait, his, wait, 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 say that again. Okay, so it's a it's a black it's a black African American alien, right? Mm. Who travels the distance of space between his planet and to our planet, um, to basically find a resource to help fix his planet, which will also create some type of uh energy that could help stabilize ours. Oh but wow. but in doing so, he doesn't know anybody or anything. All he has to go off is just basic um, instinct. Not instinct, but he's following a trail because, like, his teacher or something sent him a message. He's been called to do a certain task to, to uh-huh. basically find this resource. So basically, they're trying to create fusion, right? Wow. So Damn. He, he's pretty much got the Tesseract in his pocket, dog. <laughs> the Tesseract, I'm sorry. And, you know, he meets up with this black lady and she's basically a nuclear. I don't know if she's a nuclear physicist or uh, somehow she's she was she was the only one on planet Earth to be able to achieve fusion. Mm. So he needs her to help her help him construct something. I can't tell y'all all of that. So then he has to go through all of this stuff and yeah. they talk, bro. He got to deal with white people. Dog, it's it's so you gotta watch that shit, son. Really? It's that intense. Like if you sign, if you're into science, if you're into philosophy, uh, if you're into like, you know, stereotypes, worldly type shit. Yeah. Yo, you gotta watch that shit. That shit real. It's a it's a hidden gem, yo. Damn. You gonna be sitting in them them episodes long as fuck. You gonna be sitting there, you know what I'm saying? Astounded, like, yo, like Dude. this is tight as fuck. Like this is, yeah. What's it on? It's on Amazon Prime. On Prime, okay. Yeah, that shit yeah. out. That's the man who fell to, fell to the earth, and they got two black actors beasting all through that shit. Boy, they <laughs> acting is on point. I love it, son. So I love it, son. From a okay, since you know this is Dirty Thirty, yeah. From how we do things, all right. So now we can have a conversation and shit. We can dialogue this shit. How accurate do you think this is? 
this show. The story? This the, the show? Do you think Yo, it- you know what, son? I really feel like now, and this is, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but I feel like this is the realest that television has ever been for me. Mm-hmm. When I, I look, as far as like when black people being in certain positions, like you see certain shows and the shit be like real, you be like, wait a second, this isn't corny. Like this is something black people really go through. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, for instance, grown-ish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, and, and blackish like they be hitting on topics like they've been doing it for a while, but yeah. it's like the stuff they be talking about and then how they talk about it, how they interact with one another, it's so real. Like even Captain, um, what was it, uh, the Winter Soldier, and, um, Falcon Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that shit, yeah, had some real shit to it. But this show right here is is definitely, it's definitely real. I think exactly. another one was the uh, the Watchmen, the actual show that was on HBO with Regina yeah. King. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I never was, seen that joint, man. You, if you, from what you're telling me about this this show, yeah, what's it called again? The man, uh, that, the man, that, the man that fell to earth. The man that fell to earth. Yeah, the Watchmen. Right. It's along those same lines, but the Watchmen is a little <laughs> more wild because it. It has futuristic and past at the same time, yo. Oh, shit. You gotta watch that shit, yo. Watch I'm gonna tell you. Even though I haven't seen the show that you're talking about, it sounds like it travels down the same path. Yeah. And okay. the, yeah, yo, the shit. Regina King in that mug? Yeah. I'm gonna watch that shit. Doing her motherfucking thing, too. Yeah. I, but I just feel like, I just feel like today's era is like these yeah. shows that's made by white people. Yeah. Or made with white people and shit, and have black people content in it. It's like it's more. It's 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 more. It's closer. It's closer to home. Like it's not like some fictional shit. Like what up, dog? Ain't shit, yeah. my wigger. Yeah, I mean, ain't shit, my ninja. It ain't on no BT like, shit. What's, what's up, my ninja? Like, <laughs> like, oh, what's up, son? Like, yeah, it be like cheesy. It's not on no extra shit. shit. Like, dude, like you're. Like yo, come on, man. Like just keep it, keep it simple, keep it real. You know, like all American. That's another joint. Oh my god, son, I can't stop watching them joints. Like all American and all American Homecoming. Like both of them joints just got my attention. But you know, that's that's what I'm feeling on 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 Netflix right now, though. But do you feel like that is coming from them now, kind of making it inclusive for Black people to help write? Like, where do you think that this shift is coming from? Dog, I think it got a piece to do with, for one, they need us, but mainly they need, they need content. They need something to ride on. You know what I'm saying? Because white people just, they tell the same stories over and over again. CIA, FBI, Viking, 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 King Arthur. Robin Hood, Viking, Viking, you know what I'm saying? Or Romans. Like, they don't have, a, or they have to create their own suit. They have to create superheroes, you know what I'm saying? They don't have their own tales. They got a couple tales throughout history and that, that they tell over and over and over again. Then they try to jump into another culture and, and tell their history, like The Last Samurai and shit. Or, you know, even though that movie was tight as fuck, but. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Egyptian gods and stuff like that, and Hercule, Hercule and shit. They don't, you know, it's I don't know, yeah. But 
I feel like they just need content and everybody knows that like our culture is exploited you know what I'm saying throughout media and every aspect yeah. sports entertainment uh, comedy yeah. music mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying fashion everything son so it's like oh man black politics is really hot right now you know black lives matter which is not a bad thing it's it and this is and this is good this is good because this is going to bring me to my point about balance you know what i'm saying it's good because we need the exposure and we need more people to see it yeah you know what i'm saying but we need it to also be done the right way because they have all the fucking money and all the goddamn resources and shit true True. so where they have all the money and the resources and shit they just need something to piggyback on so they can make money and keep doing whatever you know, sex parties and shit that they want to keep doing and stuff. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like some some of that it makes sense. But a lot I, there's I feel like there's still a key piece of of kind of like no, I don't want to say vindictive, but fuck shit. Okay, for lack of a better word, because you remember that song that really went viral on TikTok that I want to be one of the greatest. That is a figure. That is a yeah, yeah, that shit was hard. Uh, so, I forget her name. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loved that song. That song went super viral. TikTok pretty much cut that whole song. Mm. Muted her. But when they muted her, some other person. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not it even. A, it, it, it was Japanese or something, right? Yeah, he actually covered the whole thing. He took the song from her, and he got all the acknowledgement. They didn't cut him, so he pretty much stole the song from her, and he gets the credit. It's, I don't. Well, I saw that video. I, I don't want to that. You know, I'm a music artist, so yeah, I don't. Honestly, son, that that mute and her shit, that shit was fucked up. But for him, I would have to talk to dude because honestly, he could have pulled a Michael Jackson move. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean y'all know how Michael Jackson took the uh, butterfly song from yeah. Uh, yeah. what's her name? Uh, you give me butterflies. Yeah. Damn, I, I know you. Yeah. <clears throat> Why can't I love this woman? Oh my God! Why can't I think of her name right now? Anyway, but basically, Michael Jackson took the "You Give Me Butterflies" song and he covered it because he yeah. couldn't find he couldn't find her anywhere online until she stepped out and it was like, "Oh, that's my song." And it's like, okay, so I mean, maybe he was just maybe he was trying to bring the song back and then bring light to it, but maybe he was just trying to steal it. I don't know. I don't oh. know, son. But nobody, nobody decided to even talk to the man before they started like persecution and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just kind of got mad at him. But I'm like, I don't know. Son. Was that Marsha Ambrosia? Yeah, Marsha Ambrosia. Yep. Yeah. Marsha Ambrosia was the first creator of uh, Butterflies. Michael Jackson said he heard it on the radio. He wanted to cover it. He couldn't find her number, couldn't get in contact with her, so he decided to do it. And by the time I, she heard it, and her lawyers got in the play, and then you know they end up hashing it out by doing the song together. Mm-hmm. So wow. I don't know, but that so, song is yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. What's your no? I wasn't gonna say shit. So I wanna I wanna pose a question to you since we're on that, right? 
and I don't want to get too off topic because I know you want to really talk about something, but mm. as a musician, right? Say you create a certain song, right? And the song that you create, right? You, of course, you love the song because you created it, right? And it, it's out there, right? All on iTunes, everywhere, all over the place, right? But it may not have been, a, been popular, right? But somebody comes to you and says, we want to utilize your song for something kind of political, right? Mm-hmm. And, well, they don't even tell you that. They just tell you, we want to utilize your song, we want to pay you this amount. You know, we just want to play your music, right? You know how normally things happen. They yeah. kind of get a little vague with it, but they pay you off. Yeah. Say this happens, right? But somebody utilizes your song and takes certain words of your song or phrase and utilizes it for a party, a particular party politically, and they use your your song is pretty much say they're like running for a position like they could be running for president but they use your song you feel what I'm saying as okay, the so they use my song for like their monikers and like I guess for like their advertising yeah I mean okay so I don't I didn't want to really put it out there but you got a particular song that that song is dope as hell and in there now granted you did this song on your I think it was your first album on a human being mm-hmm. And you were talking about we can make America great again, right? Oh, you, yeah, you talk, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how would you feel if somebody actually used that? <laughs> and, like, I just want to, you know, for the listeners out there, listen to the song because the song is dope as hell. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a deep meaning in that song. And it has nothing to do about this motherfucker who's trying to run again. But, how yeah. would you feel if they came to you and you didn't even know the whole situation yeah. that was going to happen and this, it ends up happening yeah this particular song that he's talking about it's called i can feel everything and it's off of the album the human being by cray newt that's cray.newt k-r-a-y dot n-u-p-e and the song is uh entitled the human being um i mean the the album is called the human being and the song is actually i can feel everything but I know what part you're talking about. So on that part, <clears throat> I believe in the song I was referring to, like just going back in time and kind of seeing your, just looking at your ancestors go through basic KKK riots or something like that, right? Yeah. And um, how whites have created a cult, have created ways to basically <clears throat> sleep at night. I say that in a song, like creating songs and creating memories or, or, you know, standing together just so that you, you know, basically telling the world that you don't know what I had to go through to do this. But really, it's like, if that's what you tell yourself to sleep at night, you know what I'm saying? Y'all did some fucked up shit to get to where y'all at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, and then in the song, it's uh talk, at the end of the, at the end of the verse is pretty much saying you know make America great again. A play against make America get great again. You gotta listen to it. It's, it's very it's very uh psychological. Yeah. But um, if they were to take that and use it, that would be a a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad publicity on me. But everybody knows that bad publicity is good publicity, just depending on how you spend it. Yeah. So it would be completely in. It could be bad, but then it might make people listen to the song, and then that would bring me more publicity. You know what I'm saying? Because I need that shit. Yeah. You know. So I don't. I don't know. I would. I would. <laughs> I don't know, son. I think I would initially. I'd be like, oh shit, they mm-hmm. playing my song, and I'd be yeah. like. Hold the fuck up. Somebody <laughs> owe me some money. Like, you, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like good. that would be tight as shit. I would I would appreciate that, but then it's like, I mean, what examples are they trying to say? Because I doubt that anybody would want to use that song in their political party because it's just completely. That's what gone. I'm saying. It's, That's what I'm saying. Now, we we know and we've seen a bunch of different times where people would take certain shit yeah. and they won't listen to it all, but yeah. they would tweak shit to their benefit. But when you listen to the whole thing, it has a totally different meaning. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. in my opinion, how I would see it is you wanted to do that, you fucked yourself and you just paid me. True. Because it may show a little bad publicity on you as the artist. Mm-hmm. But you as the campaign, once people start figuring out the whole song and listen to the whole song, then that's going to really be damaging to what you're trying to do. Yeah. And it's going to shift. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, will, I don't know. That's, that's kind of... You know the majority are going to yeah, listen. The majority are going to listen to like the news. Yeah, you know, and then the the, the minority are going to be the ones who they're the long term. You know, what I'm saying they basically have all the information. Nobody really wants to listen to them because everybody thinks they're fucking crazy. Yeah, and then later on in life, everybody's like, "Oh, this person's a genius. They've been talking about this this whole time." You know, you know how it go. Yeah. It's just about where the narrative, who controls the narrative, basically. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. I so, agree. I mean, like, you know. I mean, all of this is just conducive to like what it is that I, I'm just trying to get to, which is, um, I guess we should just transition now into balance. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to kind of take a little, a deep dive into the the the, the idea of balance. So you know, let's just take a second <clears throat> and look up the dictionary work version meaning of it. So the dictionary reference says that balance is an even distribution of weight. Enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. Uh, the you second definition. Huh? Can you share your screen? Um, I can't right now. Oh, okay. Um, but the second definition is a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. So, like, based off of that. When you refer to, when you reference and you go into your life and you seek in balance, because a, a lot of us are just like, just disorder. You know what I'm saying? It's just dysfunction. We live in chaos and it's just chaos around us. And we don't know how to, um, our gravitational pull is just in constant fluctuation with other gravitational pulls around us. And we don't know how to control our own gravity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So there's just a whole bunch of just bullshit in orbit around us at all time and we all know that whatever we ingest we project you know what i'm saying so yeah. then you project you project chaos so i just wanted to like go into balance with anybody over here who's struggling with trying to find balance 
for you and for myself, just trying to talk about like what is balance for yourself? How to how do you try to find balance? You know what I'm saying? What is your distance between one point to another? And I'll go into depth about that. Um, basically, what does balance mean to you? The definition we looked at, the definition, and how to create it. So, what what is balance to you, son? To me, uh, like in your world, you know what I'm in saying? my world, balance is pretty much an equal between two different things like what like what in particular like in your life is it is it home is it family is it food is it is I mean, self-awareness you know what I'm saying balance, is it self-care health like what me balance it, it goes into everything though there there I can't define it as one specific thing because anything can have balance to it you see what I'm saying but where do you find the most I'm sorry I don't know. When it comes to, to balance for me, I, I use I see balance in everything. The way I deal with my finances, I, I try to be balanced. When I say that specifically, I mean I put a you know, uh even amount into investments, even amount into bills, savings, things like that. I try to keep everything balanced. I live my life based on balance. That's kind of how I do things. Now, there's a pro and a con to everything. And sometimes being balanced is playing it safe and you got to sometimes take a risk. You see what I'm saying? So there's a there's a, a push and a pull with that. You All see right, cool. Saying? So let's go into that. Let's dive. Let's even let's magnify that even more. So we go into the call. There's a, you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, we uh, say playing is safe. Mm-hmm. Having balance is playing is safe. And but, aspects, yeah. But, okay. <clears throat> For me, balance is like the definition. It's just basically two sides being able to coexist at the same time, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, and kind of leveraging off of one of another. Now, yeah. in my head, balance is never a sure thing. Yeah. It's not a perfect thing because yeah. if you look at balance, balance is always shifting. Mm-hmm. Because you have everything, you have the air, you have gravity, you have vibrations. Everything is constantly swaying that weight around. Yeah. So you're always going to get some positive, and then you're going to always get some negative. So the balance to me is you being the pin in the middle, holding them to mm-hmm. understanding that negativity can just can be just as good as positivity, and positivity can be just as bad as negativity. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it goes past just balancing positive and negative. Now you have to understand, okay, I can balance positive and negative, but how can I, how, how do I balance two positives? Mm-hmm. How do I balance two negatives? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it just keeps multiplying, keeps going into the, in, in deeper for me, how I look at it. So, like you said, you look at balance through every part of life. I do, too. Like, as far as, like, contrast is, like, from light to dark. Yeah. Um, And then <clears throat> uh, from just characteristics, I'm, you know what I'm saying, my happiness, your sadness, or however, whoever, and shit. Mm-hmm. But where do you find the most balance in your life? Like, where is it that you go and you, like, no matter what, 
I can control this environment or I can I can balance this environment even in, in the midst of chaos. Internally? That's how I am. My Yourself? Yeah, myself. Word. I find the most balance, yeah. How do you do that? Because I, when it comes to certain, when it comes to anything, I always focus on myself and I focus on between my head and my heart. You see what I'm saying? How I feel in my mind versus how I feel internally within my heart, that's a balance in itself. But that balance right there contributes to another balance somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? When I get it right here, I can get it right out there. You see what I'm saying? So before I do anything, I focus on between the head and heart of myself before I make any type of move on anything in the external environment around me. So that's where I start. Do you ever feel as though one is often heavier than the other? All the time. Which one do you feel is the heaviest? It can be the mind, man. Your mind? The mind. Word. Yes. I feel you on that shit, though. <laughs> I feel you, son. As a man, I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. But... I say it's the heaviest only because, you know, I'm a I'm an analytical thinker. That's how I've always been. And you know me for years. You know I've always been the analytical type of person. And I've always thought about things from a bunch of different perspectives. And I've always broken things down and looked at them like they're numbers. Mm-hmm. That That right there can easily be manipulated and abused as in being an overthinker. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Sometimes yeah, you yeah. got to stop being in your mind so much mm-hmm. and focus on what's in your heart because what's in your heart, what's truly in your heart is natural. You see what I'm saying? In my so th- opinion, in my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, I got I to preface that by saying, okay. my opinion was truly in your heart is what's closest to you with being natural and the natural state of things. You could talk to a convicted killer and he could say, all I do is kill, but he can, you can talk, or he could talk to himself and in his heart, there's some love in his heart somewhere. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be a little, but somewhere in there is something natural that ties to nature. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's pure. And the mind, the mind can go witching every way. That shit, that shit can be anything. But I feel like the truest definition of yourself and what love resides is in the heart. Mm-hmm. How much love in people have in their heart is it varies amongst person to person. So you saying like with you, your most difficult, the difficult, um, okay, your difficulty is basically balancing, trying to find that balance between your mind and your heart because your your mind is heavy, weighs heavier than your heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, son, I don't know. I'm an overthinker too, but you know, I think that's just a characteristic of thinkers you know what i'm saying like we're always trying to develop our mind we're always trying to put together puzzles even when we're not doing it with our hands it's like this psychic kinetic power that you just always are just tumbling issues and just folding them and 
creating this perfect origami, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In your mind and shit. And that just causes you to sometimes get mentally uh drained and go into a mental distress, you know what I'm saying? So but I can say this too, like I I don't know if I I feel like because I never really thought about this. I think my heart weighs more than my logic. I want to say that Mm -hmm. because like in all my art and all my music, that's where, you know, my feelings come out. It's not really about logic, even though I know the theory behind these things. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I think when it comes to just making social decisions, I think I think yeah I think I lead with my heart I think my heart is heavier than my my my, really? my thought but even my but my thought is heavy too so you know <laughs> it is what it is but that's that's crazy that's crazy so but for okay so for you you find about that's where you find your best at controlling yeah. like your mind that's your- where I, I battle I battle like I say before I I get hit with anything like say I get hit with an obstacle that I have to overcome or face. I battle internally first, the mind versus the heart. What should I do mentally? Is that how I really feel like I should make that move? Knew- That's when I say, okay, that ain't how I normally do things. Okay. And that so- I end up leading with the heart. So it, it's a battle. It's a battle internally with me for anything. So going into this, before we get to me, when do you feel, when do you find out when you're out of scene, when do like I, what? What is the first I, I, initial sign that tells you, like, yo, I'm not balanced. I'm out of sync right now. Like, when I'm when I'm a unbalanced, when I'm a hundred percent in my mind and I'm not thinking about my heart at all. Because Word. so yeah, it's so it's it, not it, it's I, not a physical thing. It's just a like an internal thing. It's an you. internal thing that can be transformed into something physical especially when okay when it's time to fight you feel what i'm saying i'll be in my mind like if somebody says something to piss me off the heart then <laughs> done hid somewhere yo uh-huh. my heart in my stomach at this point my mm-hmm. mind has taken over right mm-hmm. there's been times i heard somebody say yo your eyes turned red you was ready to tear this motherfucker to pieces yeah i was totally in my mind at that point because I didn't even know what my body was. Mm-hmm. Shit happened to me at work a few times. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I was very just straight up holler off and smack somebody. And I wasn't thinking about my surroundings. I wasn't thinking about my job. I wasn't thinking about my family. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about my own personal health or anything like that. I was just ready to sit up here and handle this situation. But that, that sounds more emotional. People. You think that sounds more more? I feel like that sounds more mind? emotional because your your logic is not even currently functioning. I mean, it's it's functioning because that's what keeps you from actually doing it. But I feel like your emotions is what's turning like your it's turning your eyes red. You know what I'm but, saying? But that's what I'm saying. The is a, like we said. There's a balance. The balance in that situation is my mind up here, my heart down here. Now, when it's down here, that doesn't mean that there's nothing there. It means that it's just not outweighing the mind at this point. Mm-hmm. It's more so like this. If this is the ground here, the heart is here, the mind is up here. 
Yeah. My mind is going like, okay, I could tear you up this, <laughs> you mean- way, this way and this way and this way and shit. And that's all I'm thinking about right now. Okay. I think, <laughs> you meant, you mean? I, I think you meant opposite because if, if the heart is down here, it's actually heavier than I mean, mind. yeah, that was <laughs> my bad. Yeah, you, you yeah, I think you were just, you were leading with your heart uh, on that one. So you were a little I, passionate. I, I've been drinking just a little bit. Oh, so shit. My bad. Yeah, that's, that's exactly okay. what I I feel you. Uh, I feel like me, the best place that I find balance, um, that I can control my own balance, is in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find those are like the most peaceful, serene moments. Oh, and in darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's, And that's another balance, darkness and light. Like Both of them have their own characteristics and they, own, they both bring their own healing. Yeah. So like for me, when I need to just like when I'm okay when I'm going through depression and shit like that and I'm I'm sad and shit like that you know what I'm saying yeah light doesn't make me feel good mm. you know what I'm saying being yeah. in the dark actually makes me feel better that's it's crazy to say and like people always make the dark seem like it's a bad thing like we had that discussion on the last on the last episode where mm-hmm. they always make black dark anything that is melanated bad you know what i'm saying but yet we use black for everything it is it in literally we are literally engulfed in darkness yeah you know what i'm saying if you go into outer space all you see is black you know what i'm saying like our world is positioned in darkness like the only reason that we can see anything is because there's this little fucking light spread and they're spread sprinkled all throughout the universe whatever but it's just fucking crazy to me but anyway i like to go and sit like in nice calm cool darkness you know what i'm saying and not see anything or anyone yeah and just look around and shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like <clears throat> what happens with me what happens there is like I find peace like nobody it's like a place where like it's not like a hiding place but like just come like it's just me you know what I'm saying it's just me I don't even have to see my impurities you know what I'm saying I can feel myself you know what I'm saying I can just feel my hands moving I can feel myself talking and thinking I know I'm alive I can feel I can hear myself breathing you know what I'm saying I can feel everything right I can feel everything you know what I'm saying but yeah. in, in a good way, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can feel the pain, but I need to feel that pain because if I don't, me standing in the light is just me trying to hide it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While everybody's while exposed to everybody, everybody can see it. Yeah. But me, I'm trying to hide it inside of myself. Mm-hmm. But it's now it's being portrayed through me. But in the darkness, nobody has to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, it, there's no judgment. There's nobody to call you out on nothing. It's just you to sit there and realize who you are in yourself. I like to rap in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I do my recordings. Now, when it comes to light, that's where I try to gain uh, worldly perspective. Mm-hmm. Like by looking at animals and plants and water and just how it operates in its natural element. And even just looking at traffic, like I like to draw in open areas where there's just a lot of traffic because I can hear different nuances and sounds and stuff. Yeah. And it just calms me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sunlight, it you know, it, it brings a certain energy to you. So like like I'm saying, basically what I'm saying, you gotta be able to 
to stop trying to always climb out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. I'm saying sometimes you just need to sit in the darkness and be and be comfortable in the dark because most of us are afraid of it. You gotta but, embrace it. Yeah. But really, darkness is our friend because we're covered in it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's inside of us. If you if you dig a if you dig a, a, a camera into our skin and you go in between our bones, all you're gonna see is darkness without light. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? So darkness is covers our body. Yeah. It's inside of our soul. It's inside of our body. So why are we so afraid of something that's already that's inside of us? Why are we afraid of something that walks with us every day? Because your shadow is dark, darkness. You know what I'm saying? That's, that because we we pretty much done on time. I think that's a okay. Let's keep going. Okay, right, we can't. That's a phenomenal. We got we got to keep it one more, man. <laughs> I think we need to keep think- going. I, I think this is a phenomenal freaking topic, but we're gonna have forget. to make it for a number two, man. We're gonna forget. You say that every time, and we don't nah, know nah, come we back. ain't gonna forget this one because this is a dirty thirty. We ain't gonna forget the dirty thirties. I think we we need to. We're gonna cover this even more. We're gonna go even more deeper with this shit, man. This is this is some good shit, but we gotta cut it right here. So with that being said. This is your boy, Comedic Energy. This your boy, Craig Noob. I ain't done. Y'all can <laughs> hit me up on Instagram or something. We can talk about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and make, you know what I'm saying? If, if y'all got that plug earlier, y'all, y'all you know, check out my albums. Albums. That's plural. The Human Being and Lone Wolf by Craig Noob. Craig Noob. You know what I'm saying? So. Straight that song, the song, the song that Comedic was referring to earlier was a... Uh, I can feel everything. It's a really dope song. It's really, really wild. Hey, with that being said, this is produced by Live Wire Sound and Entertainment. Peace out, people.